hello beautiful ladies out there good evening good to have you here once again though this will be the very first time we will be talking to ourselves on a medium like this i hope you find it enjoying i hope you find it communicating and uh, interesting i think i'd love uh, to hear myself talk and i i think i also love it when i talk to you directly from um a medium as i mean as such as this and i believe it's going to be an exciting time together before we proceed i would like us to bow our heads or take a posture as we take, say a word of prayer to god at this time authority never will give you praise this moment thank you so very much for such a privilege to be to minister to your people and for us to be gathered here alive to get something that will make our life better that will make us uh, that will get us stronger and that will place us on the pedestal of wisdom even as we journey into marriage even as we plan and progress into our marital settlement lord we bless your name thank you for your word that is coming to us at this time be exalted in jesus name tonight or this moment please speak to us as we are ready to listen inspire us and beam your light into our hearts and let it do us good in jesus name we are prayed amen like i said beautiful ladies i welcome you again to this section to this discussion to this section tonight to this segment tonight at the way of introduction when i was trying to introduce this uh, discussion to us on our single but old sisters platform i chip it in uh that when you have some ladies what they look out for in a man that they can accept to become their husband or what what they look out for in a potential man or potential potential guy potential brother that can fit in into their dream man do you know that it's somehow funny that we discover some ladies are kind of clueless they don't really get it they don't really have understanding of you know what uh, an ideal man that can you know, walk in the journey of life with them could be but <laughs> even those that could have an idea what they kind of have is a superficial uh, standards or things like I want my man to be this that that this it must be tall and short altogether it must be fair and black it must have money it must have cars as good as those ones are they are not last longing we have seen quite an awful of number of guys that are actually buoyant financially buoyant they are they look okay they are handsome they are <laughs> it's something that we can quote like take me to mama kind of man but then they lack virtue they lack character they lack things that could make a, a joyful relationship a last longer relationship a peaceful relationship that could build a, a marriage that could test uh, stand the test of time that is more reason why you as a lady you as a as a home builder you uh, as, as, a, as, a, as an helpmate you must know what you want so i tag this discussion uh, with a title that says know what you want now it's time for the big question 
Do you want a husband or you want to become a wife? You think for that, about that for a minute. Do you know that being a wife or have, I mean, needing a husband or wanting a husband, they are not the same. They are two different things. There is one thing for you to ha- need a husband, another thing for you to become a wife to whoever you are picked at another but anybody can actually assume the position of a husband you know that the way god has you know um wired women ladies he has given us the ability and we have the capacity to influence any man to become our husband you can always <laughs> we have the power to transform any man to suit into what we want to see in a man or to see in a in a, in a, in a, in a husband in quotes you can always get out there and then get yourself a, a man to marry you and you become I mean as such a man become your wife I mean your husband if you merely want a husband you can have it right away because otherwise you wouldn't be you wouldn't be here you would have been married by now yeah it's it could be very easy to get a man to marry you know they are out there they know how they go about it but you see becoming a wife is much more engaging tasky than just getting a man to marry it takes a process because the place god has put you as a woman it's a place of in being intentional about the creator of god that you are created to manage you are a manager you see we will talk about that in the in, in deeper sense the god was you were needed as a woman that's why we were created man was created to take care of god's creature but god knew that this man we you know we we, we be we be tired and on the i mean on the long run this man will be lonely as time goes on so this man we need someone to help out so the man needed her help not just help an helping hand but an emotional support you are a support system so that is why you need all the skills that is required to become a woman i mean a wife so obviously we don't just want a husband because otherwise we wouldn't have been single we would have been married so if you get something if you get an idea of something is is like there's most likelihood that you don't fail in that if you want to apply for a job for instance you must have an idea of what the job entails otherwise applying for that job without understanding what the job is all about will push you into a kind of failure especially when you are confronted in an interview the same thing is applicable to marriage you can't just pump into or jump into marriage without having idea of who you want to partner your journey with what you want in such a relationship and what god expects from you now take a look at it if you are actually looking for perfect man perfect figure with which you can partner with and become a a, a good wife you become though we are going to dwell on becoming a wife but if you don't want your effort to be wasted you are considering getting a correct man getting the right perfect person to marry have you taken the pause to ask yourself, what do you think that man also will look for? What do you think that man also, I mean, men also look for in a potential woman to become a wife? They also have their speculations. They have their spe- specification. They also have what they wanted. 
in, in a woman or in a wife. So have you considered if you fit in into fitting into such? Have you considered how prepared you could be to fit into that the journey of that man? That aside, have you also considered what God expects from you as a lady? Have you considered what God also look out for? You see, because God wants his mighty men of valor to be well taken care of. And he knows that we women have the power to inspire a man into greatness. We have the power to fan them to flame. And also we have the power to reduce a man from grace to grass. So after all, he made us. So he expect us, he doesn't expect us to be perfect though, but he wants us to fit exactly into his man, into the man in the life of the man he has prepared for us, especially when he has equipped and loaded such a man. He wouldn't want such a man or such a gift to be trashed or to be wasted by you know at the expense of marriage by marrying the wrong wrong person in form of a woman so we consider what a man also you know wants do you think the way you are any man would like to take you as a wife you don't know how to cook you don't know how to greet you don't have character and you want a perfect man who does that who we want such a, a man i mean a woman and also god wants he wants good good virtuous ladies to fit into the journey of the life of his excellent men too he wouldn't waste his resources if he has invested in a man's life he wants a corresponding woman to fit into the journey of that life of that man's life too see many singles even christians who have been waiting for so long a time for mates we they get so focused on what they are what they want and they get you know they, they get so focused and carried away by what they want and they forget the purpose of what they want. You get so focused on, I want to get married. I want a man in my life. I want to have a relationship. You forget the purpose of that relationship, purpose of that marriage. The marriage is for you to fulfill God's purpose in life together. So you must not just focus on the, you know, the need for relationship, for marriage without, I mean, without taking cognizance of the reason the purpose for that relationship so when now it's a good it's not a bad idea for you to want to get married but you must understand what it's all about you must spend quality time training and developing yourself to become a wife do you know that let me let me say this as a true talk note this do you know that Marriage determines everything about you. Yes. No matter the apex you have gotten into in your career, no matter your profession, the height you have gotten into, even if you are an employee or an employer of labor, you are self-employed, whatever apex you have gotten into, marriage determines the success or failure of it. Because in your profession, you can get retired, you can get, you can resign out of it, but you can't resign out of your marriage. Marriage is an eternal, a lifelong profession. When even when you are at work, you are still you are still married, you are still a wife. You can be a manager, you can be a controller of, of, of labor, controller of personnel, you can be a boss, but you are still a wife to someone if you are married. Or if you are intending to get so you need to strike the balance and you need to develop that grooming now as a single otherwise by the time you get married it's going to be a huge burden for you to carry 
So let's quickly rush into what God expects from you. What God expects from you. But before we go further, I would like you to just put your hands on your chest and take a deep breath and speak to God. Talk to God concerning your heart. Ask the Lord to give you an open heart to see and receive this message that we're about to share together from God's perspective, not from human human understanding, that God will open your heart and give you the grace to receive this word, to receive this assignment from God's perspective. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So, forward going. Like I said, I said as much as you want to have a good man to marry, as much as you desire Mr. Right to marry you, you also must be right. You, many of us cannot, many youths today cannot marry, you can't marry you. What I mean is that the character you possess, you don't desire it in the man you would like to marry because you know it's not that, it's not that good and you are looking for somebody to come and cover up. You also must change in your flaws things that you must change you must work at it to effect the, uh, the, the, the expected change you don't look for somebody that is perfect whereas whereas you are not ready to work on your own inadequacies and aside that what exactly do you think god expect of you before he link you up to his own man to the man he has prepared to the man he has worked on to the man he has equipped to the man he has invested into he can't just release any just anybody any any lady into the life of a man that he has ventured into he has invested into you will waste that investment so you must be ready you must be prepared you must be trained you must be groomed so let's look at what you're supposed to plan and, and, and be trained along with you need to keep yourself with number one you must find your perfect fit i said it the other time in one of our teachings that there are some believers you cannot marry yes bible says that you must not be equally yoked with unbeliever yes you must marry believer but there are some believers too that you can't even dare you can't go near them because of some toxic i mean toxic character toxic attitude in them so you must find you must marry your mate in short first of all if you are converting if you are converting the position of a wife understand that I mean, understand and know that you are made for just a man. You're made for just a man. Oh, yes. Some people say, mm, how do you mean? How can you say you're made for just a man? Yes, consider this. You are made, you are fashioned, you are designed to help just a man. You were created to be a help to who will meet, I mean, you will meet a specific need of a man. You are not supposed to meet needs of men. Some of you, you jump from Peter to Paul, from Paul to Silas, to Silas to P. Victor, you know all that. You begin to make a, a sample, I mean samples, you begin to make trial and error until you feel until you get it right. You are made for just one man. Do you know that? Of course, I'm sure you should know that when God decided that Abraham needed a partner, he did created he didn't created um mary jack jill jane uh augustina and all that he didn't create various figures and shapes and color of ladies to now present to adam to make his choice no god went straight into the rib cage of adam picked a bone and made for him 
a woman that will be fitting that will just be the right 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 path i mean right uh, uh, uh shape into that vacuum that was created he took a rib i mean a bone from that rib cage and formed the woman do you know that bible says that when he took that that, that bone from the rib cage he covered it up with a flesh god and the bible never said that he replaced it with another bone the bone that was removed was the same bone that he created a, a, the woman with and when the man saw it he confirmed it that oh this is the bone of my bone remember the man was put to sleep he was god was the first anesthetics that we conduct a surgery and put a man to sleep but when this man this man was conscious he got the mind of christ to identify so when your man sees you he will know that you are the one you will also know you will have an understanding that this is because there will be a connection because you will be the right bone in that vacuum that was created you are not meant for men you are meant for one man however i believe that god knows who would be the very best match for you he designed you to fit someone's ribcage just to one person now about the ribcage why was a woman taken from rib cage of a man? Well, because rib cage, rib cage covers the vital organ in every man's body. I mean, gender, I mean, general gender now. The rib cage of everyone is covering sensitive part of the body, vital organ of the body. So, I believe you are getting this picture now. Every, the, every man that you see walking on the street today, they have a vacuum. The vacuum was created as a result of the rib, the bone that was taken from their rib cage, and the bone, I mean, the place was covered with flesh, meaning that the bone was used to make you as a woman to fit into that vacuum, and you'll be fitting, it will be exactly. So when you are fi- fixing up another person's vacuum, you are putting a round peg in a square hole. I mean, a round, I mean, square peg in a round hole. It will not fit. So. You are meant for one person. You, the person needs to locate you. You sit a while, work on yourself. Let God break, do the bringing, and let the man do the location. Let the man locate you. Man was not made for. Man was not made for you. I mean, man was not made for you. You were actually made for man. So you are very important. You hold a special place in the heart of man. You hold a special place in the heart of man man was not made for you so you are needed that's why you are created every man need a perfectly fitting woman to complete him in his mission so the same thing applies to you you must you must understand that your place in the life of your man is very crucial number two you must be a life bearer you must be a life bearer you see rebecca's husband found her at the well rachel's um husband found her doing the work of a shepherd esther had to be purified soaked in an oil for 12 good months ruth was gathering grain happy girl what was she doing she came bearing food she was you no know, doing the work she was doing the work she, she she loved doing she was she was present she was hospitable she was presentable do you understand? So even though even Ruth, what do you say about Ruth? Ruth was gathering grain, you know, in the in the in the in the in the farmland of Boaz. He was doing something. What about Bathsheba? She was taking her home baths. The Shulamite woman, she was walking in a vineyard. You see what I mean? All the women that made impact in the Bible, they were busy doing something. 
Don't sit a while and hoping that the man will come without you getting busy. Get busy nurturing yourself, adding value to yourself, adding value to your community, adding value to your to your family. Let somebody go to bed each day thanking God that you exist, thanking God on your behalf. What are you doing that will become an asset in a man in the life of a man you will marry? What are you doing that when whenever you marry a I mean, whoever you marry will secretly go to his corner and say, thank you, God, for this kind of bundle of gifts you have given me in this woman. Don't be, a, don't, don't, don't plan to be a liability. Be an asset, be an added value to the life of any man that will marry you. Be an addition so that the man can be addicted to you. Men need nurturing. Men need nourishing. And they, you know, they need to be taken care of. And you are the one that we that God will use to take care of them. You know, many of them don't even take take care of themselves. <laughs> they, many of them, you know, I'm talking from experience because I'm married now for a decade now. So many men they, they depend on women, you know, to get organized sometimes. So if you are also clueless, you don't know how to organize yourself, you don't know how to organize your life, they ask you what is your plan for the next two months to say, I don't even know. You know, well, I don't know anything. How can a man depend on such a careless life? You must not be empty-headed. You must have stuff up there so that when you talk, your husband is known at the gates. I'm not talking of being a lousy, a careless talker. I'm not talking of being a violent person, but you must be full of wisdom because a wise woman builds a house. Number three. You must cover up. You must be a, a, a covering to your husband. And you must start to learn, learn that from now. You must cover him up in prayer. You must pray and cover your man. No, they always say that there are so many ladies out there, cheek, side chicks that are always out there to take over take over uh, men, you know, married men. They can't take over your own husband because in the secret place you have hidden him. Somebody said that if you want to attain height in life, it's either you are in secret court or you are in secret place of the most high. So you must, on behalf of your family and your husband, enjoy secret place. Go and watch uh, a, a film called War Room. Every woman need to be have need to have war room. You need to have a corner where your news are registered every time, where you speak to God on behalf of your family, where you where your voices your voice are registered. You need to cover him. My principal wife watches over her husband back. When your husband tells you about an issue, and you tell him, don't worry. He need to go and sleep because he knows that you are going to fire on in the place of prayer. But if you are lazy now as a, as a single lady, you can't even pray for five minutes. I tell you, <laughs> marriage is more demanding than now than you are single. So if you don't know, if you don't learn, or if you, don't, you have not accustomed yourself to life of prayer, by the time you get married, you will have to be running from pillar to post, contracting prayer to people, con- prayer contractor, and they will have to be eating from you, feasting over your laziness. And you, you expose your family to danger. Learn to become a prayer warrior now. Begin even before you know the man, begin to pray for him. Pray in advance. Pray, cover his future, his plan, his his his, his, uh, his intention with the, with, with, with the blood of Jesus and in the place of prayer. Begin to cultivate the habit of prayer, covering your man. A principal woman like Abigail will speak to God concerning her husband. You know, Abigail was a beautiful man, but he married a fool. He married a beast. Beauty versus beast. 
you know it was a wise woman but he married a foolish woman but i believe that you know bible says that if the foundation is faulty what can the righteous do there was no answer to that question because bible knows that I mean, righteous can do something one of the things righteous can do is to pray and god cannot resist uh effectual fervent prayer of a righteous so you need to pray abigail must have prayed somehow because he had wisdom to know how to you know uh, to present her case and to avert danger that could have this that, that could have uh destroyed her family he was a good wife who knows how to quietly diffuse the mistake of her husband you know her husband was a foolish man without making any painful and embarrassing situation for him you know it ministered peace focus and sound reasoning to her husband you know what the man did for some of us we will have tongue lashed him we will have make a mess of that situation but the woman with wisdom presented the case and made the man to be remorseful even though the man was remorseful he wasn't repentant but he brought he, he made his head to be correct she keeps him ever mindful of the call of God upon his time, especially in the face of his struggle. So, you as a single lady now, if you want to, if you want to have an enjoying marriage, you must know what you want in the place of prayer. Talk to God about the man you want to marry. Talk about talk to God about how you want him to be, how you want him to look like, how you the kind of heart you want him to have and the kind of marriage you want to enjoy talk to him and convert i mean cultivate that habit from now number four please learn to appreciate him even before you know him you need to know bible says god call things that were not as though they were we are children of god you must be like our father you have not met the man you don't even know the man begin to confess what you you know what your man will look like what it be like a man after god's heart the man that will cherish me the one that will that will value me i will not marry i will have a man that will beat me i will have a man that will that will bring out the best of god in me i will have a man that will value me i will marry a man that will be a giver i will marry a man you know talk to talk to people you know exercise your faith in talking praise him before you see him praise him and you know and give him praise and wealth you know shulamite woman in the bible knows how to do this shulamite woman praised her husband ladies a little praise goes a long way with man you know even with brothers that you play along with your brothers at home your brothers in fellowship your brothers in school at place of work learn to celebrate people you know a guy take you gave you a lift and all you could do is ah, you know what I'm saying? you can't even say so, thank you a man sent you without ulterior motive he sent you a gift a richard card there this small thing you can't even say thank you some of some ladies are too careless they don't you know they don't value good things you must learn to appreciate people a little praise inspires people especially men to do more to try a little harder to dig a little deeper to go a little better talk about the power of god in the life of your man if you are engaged talk about it tell him let him know if he's doing well let him know how you know learn to do this learn to appreciate good in others when you get married it will become part of you so you know in those days our mothers know how to praise our fathers to do things that they ordinarily will not do you know before you know it when they eulogize them they'll just put their hands in their pocket and begin to lavish money on those on those women they know the power of praise don't trivialize praise don't underestimate praise learn that now and use that as a weapon to you know i'm not saying you should manipulate the heart of your man but then let him feel good marrying you number five 
give him a good respect you know but certainly not the least a wife also is responsible for her husband good reputation give him a good respect and give him a good reputation don't i can't stress that enough you can affect a man's work and his ministry by giving him a good reputation you bear his name so wherever you go portray that name with good sense of humor let people you know whenever they hear your name in, in in company with the with his name let them feel you know uh let him feel great having you as the as the wife carry the name with dignity you know give him honor give him rep let his let his reputation be more en- enhanced by the way you carry yourself let them know nobody will say that a, a virtuous woman his husband is known at the gate not because it was he was uh it was a uh, violent but because it was a reputable human being so they they crowned his husband from afar when a man's home is stable a man will be well, well focused and he will be able to excel in everything he does when a home is the other way around <laughs> the, woman, the, the, the the marketplace will be even better for him to stay than coming home so be a woman of peace from now let him any man that will marry you let them see future in you from now and i will stop with this the last one keep him in order bible says he will keep in perfect peace the man that the mind that stays on him because they trust him a good wife keeps everything concerning her husband in order his home his children herself have be a good planner that's why i started by asking what do you want if they some of you, you are so scattered you are so disorganized you get to your room everywhere is scattered everywhere is smelling you don't have a certain place to keep certain things even in the dark you should be able to stretch your hand and get what you want you know what you want even in the dark you should be able to get it but because of us some of us are so disorganized your daily activities is disorganized the same thing with your programs the same thing with your plan how do you want a man to fit in into such a life so when you get married, such a such a woman will give birth and you enter into their house, everywhere looked untidy, unkept. Such a man cannot bring his friends, his accomplice to their homes because he's afraid of how the home will look like. Be organized, put your life in order, have plans, have goals, so that when the man comes, you'll be able to conveniently fit into that life. Everything in, in the world of a man will suffer his job, his self-esteem, his marital relationship when the woman is not organized. So I leave you with this. Maybe in subsequent time I will be communicating with us the other things that you need to plan along with and also what man look for in a woman. It's such a deep discussion, it's an exposition which will continue after now. So I take a break from here and I leave you into the hands of the one that is able to keep your soul from falling. Till next time we will be talking further on this on this what do you want? Deep talk, straight talk to ladies. Till then just stay safe and stay blessed. If you need further require i mean inquiry for that question let's meet at the other way i mean other other room let's meet at our platform send me questions send me your concern send me your prayers i desire to hear from you especially your prayer points or your major concern as touching your marital situation i will be glad to join you in prayer and i will be glad also to provide i mean answers to some of our questions by god's leading 
and until Christ's nature is forming us and until we are settled maritally, God is not done with us yet. Till then, I still remain yours, your friend, Shokwe Luabukola. Good night and stay blessed. Bye.